Hello, everybody, and welcome back. <laughs> We've been talking about some pretty serious movies based on true events the last couple episodes that we've had, and today we're going in the completely opposite direction. If you're not familiar, hi, once again, I am the movie, I'm the deputy of Movie Deputy Podcasts, and I am the only deputy of MovieDeputy.com. I have reviewed over 1,900 movies in the last nine and a half years. You may be thinking, wow, that's a lot. And yeah, that is a lot. But it really gives me perspective on the stories, on the perspective audiences, on so much of this information. And this stories like this, it helps to kind of come into it with that broad perspective. Now, mind you, I'm the first person to call out a movie for being woke if it's woke. I'm the first person to call out a bunch of this crap that Hollywood just doles out to us in spades. And okay, there's a few little jabs in this one too. But <laughs> this story is definitely not for the faint of heart. Now, it's not your typical like horror, scare, thriller type movie. This one is a video game that has come to life. Now, Okay, not the actual like video game coming to life like in Ready Player One type thing. But in this one, the, the FNAF family are going to be very happy that this movie is out. You may be wondering, what's FNAF? Uh, I didn't know either until I was trying to look up some of this stuff. My son's a gamer, but he's not into this type of game. But The Five Nights at Freddy's is a franchise. And how many F words can I say in that? And Just, uh, Wow. <laughs> bad enough that my name has the F sound in it. But that's the form of a PH, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> but in Five Nights at Freddy's, it is based on a video game where these animatronic creatures come to life and basically there's a lot more to this. It's kind of happening behind the scenes. Like what is it that brought these that brought these animatronics to life? Why it is there this darkness to them that they want to create more of themselves? And in doing so, it has to put other people in danger. But in this story, you have Mike, and he is the guardian of his little sister. And he has a hard time holding a job. Basically, he has some anger issues. So he goes to this like temp agency or employment agency, and they, the guy hooks him up. And he's like, I've got the perfect job for you. And he's like, nah, but <laughs> desperation ends up getting him. So he's like, okay, I'll give this job a try. Well, he goes and he's realizing that he's basically got to be the security guard at a, it's called Freddy Fazbear's Pizza Place. And it's basically Chuck E. Cheese's for those old enough to remember. <laughs> and in this one, you've got Freddy Fazbear, you've got Bonnie, you've got Chica, you've got Foxy, and you've got Cupcake. <laughs> Sorry, the cupcake thing is almost, it's yeah, it's just plain goofy, but that's the fun part of it. Now, I will go ahead and say I only gave Five Nights at Freddy's a 5.5 on the deputy scale. True FNAF fans will be going, but why? It's such a great movie. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, when I was when I went to the theater and saw this, <laughs> at the end of the credits and everything, there were a bunch of people in the, in the theater that were clapping. They were applauding. And I'm just kind of thinking, what? 
But I got to remember that this game has been around, I think it first came out in 2014. And there's been like five versions of this game that have come out since then. So this game has a huge following. And the whole creep factor of the game comes out with the creep factor of the movie. And how they approached it and how they did it, it's it's really kind of fun if you like horror. Now, like I said, it's not going to be the typical in-your-face horror, but there is some gore. There is definitely some gore here. So obviously, I gave this a guilty rating, but <laughs> you get to see, like I said, how Freddy, Bonnie, Chica, Foxy, and Cupcake all came to life, both when they were originally created with the whole animatronics and then what keeps them going that that gets a little bit darker and so like i said i can't go into the details of that without a major spoiler because i won't do that <laughs> never never no spoilers but i could not help but wonder when this movie was done the credits were done rolling i'm just sitting there i'm staring at the screen it's gone dark the lights have come up in the theater and i'm just sitting there staring at the screen i'm thinking Okay, whoever thought this up had a traumatic experience at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> There's no other explanation for it. Now, I know there are people who have a legitimate fear of animatronics. <laughs> I don't personally understand it, but I mean, people have different fears, get different phobias, and there is definitely a phobia around animatronics. And so, okay, maybe the guy that came up with this has that. Maybe he's afraid of these creatures these things these just whatever it is and so as Mike kind of is being the security guard here at Freddy Fazbear's obviously he has to end up facing these animatronics and so does his sister and then the police kind of get involved and how it ends may not necessarily be what you expect but it leads into that there could be more. Since there are multiple versions of this game that have that have come out, I'm sure this won't be the only one of these movies that we will see. Is this going to be for everybody? Absolutely not. If you are a fan of the Five Nights at Freddy's games, go check this out. You are going to likely love it. If you are not a fan and you just like the creep factor of movies, then then you might enjoy this. If you have had a secret hatred of Chuck E. Cheese's ever since you were a small child, you might get something out of this. Anybody else is probably going to be a little bit lost. And that's why it ended up with where it is on the score, is it's basically just not for everybody. I mean, I appreciate it for what it is, but that's the kind of the thing of being a movie critic is I can look past some of this stuff. There were people that got up and walked out mid-movie. They, they It probably wasn't what they expected. I will say if you go see this that there are some bonus scenes. There's a, bo a bonus scene in the credits that you're going to want to stick around for. And there's maybe a little bit more there too. I mean, kind of hence my word flub there for a second. But ultimately, like I said, if, you're, if you've been a fan, definitely check this out. If not, this may be one to pass. But ultimately, like I said, I am here to talk about the target audience, the content, age appropriateness, just kind of all of that. And I, honestly, this would probably do better in college age kids, probably. Upper teens, maybe. It's just some of the stuff that's a little intense for younger viewers, the video games can be a little bit intense too, but not the same way they can on the silver screen. Yeah, that dates me a little bit. I know, too bad. But 
like I said, I hope this helps at least a little bit. So if you've got younger ones that are wanting to go see this, if you want to go see this, I hope this helps. Ultimately, if you are liking what you're hearing, please like, share, and subscribe, or any of the three. I have not installed the donate button on all of the reviews quite yet. I've been getting a lot of mixed feedback, even just talking about that. So I don't know, I'm still playing around with that idea a little bit, but that's a whole other story in and of itself. Come back tomorrow for another kind of weird, creepy type movie. I know we're past Halloween, but we're not past some of these movies quite yet. So don't worry, I did not forget about the whole Thirsty Thursday Saw series. But tomorrow will not be a Saw movie, but it will be a creep show nonetheless. Be sure and come back so I can surprise you even more. Until later, talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye-bye.